What is up, my Onichans and Onechans? <laughs> I'm Amelia, and welcome back to another episode of Amelia's Anime Hour. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my experiences at AX this past weekend, and I'm going to get into a little bit of some tips and tricks so that you guys can make the most out of your Anime Expo experience if you are deciding to go to Anime Expo. Um, so... I'm going to break this down kind of like day by day, like what happened for me. And uh, yeah, so let's just get right into it. Um, I am going to give you a huge disclaimer. I volunteer for Anime Expo in the marketing department. So there's a lot of things that I can't talk about. Um, and there are some things that I can talk about. So uh, the first couple of days are going to sound like nothing happened when I was actually extremely busy <laughs> working uh, the convention. So... Um, so the couple things that, so a little bit about Anime Expo, it's held at the Los Angeles Convention Center, July 1st through 4th, and it's always the 1st through the 4th, um, because they like to end on fireworks, you know? Who wouldn't want to end their convention on fireworks? So this year, uh, the 1st was a Friday, and the 4th was a Monday, which I don't know if you guys have been to a convention like that before, How? but oh my goodness, it threw my weeks off, like weeks off afterwards. I like could not figure out what day of the week it was because um, it's very odd for a convention to end on a Monday. During COVID, I believe was their 30th anniversary or 20th anniversary. 20th, I think. Either way, it was an anniversary year, um, which was kind of a bummer because uh, we were all hoping and expecting to be celebrating Anime Expo in person at, with our anniversary. I had tons of uh, anniversary ideas to do to execute for the marketing team. Um, but yeah, so that that was kind of a bummer. But um, this year, so we started out on Friday. Well, I start on day zero, we call it in, in the biz, we call it in the biz day zero, because I need to be there before con the convention starts to kind of like prep everything, get settled, see my room, see where we're going to be working, kind of like see what's going to be going on for the weekend. And so had a weird flight in, you know, just weird because people always have to be weird. It's fine. And I had to fly spirit and I hate spirit. We all know I hate spirit. <laughs> so, uh, weird flight in, but you know, as soon as I landed in LA, I was like, yes, I am back. It feels so good to be back at anime expo. There is no experience like anime expo. I highly suggest that if you are on the fence about going to anime expo, because you've heard it, there's so many crowds, there's tons of lines. You can't even get to do whatever you want to do, which may be the case sometimes, but I'll give you some tips on how to execute some plans for your anime expo trip. You will get some of the most enriching experiences that you will ever have in your life. 
you know, Anime Expo is the biggest anime convention in North America. And the guests that they get kind of like amplify that, (laughs) that sentiment. Like, this is the largest convention in North America. Like, everyone goes to AX. And that includes like very big name guests of honor. There's a chance that if you are into something or someone or a studio or a voice actor or a cosplayer, they will probably be at AX and you may or may not have a chance to meet them which is so cool I have met pretty much uh, all of my idols people that I look up to in fashion and um in anime at anime expo so it's it's just a very magical experience (laughs) if you don't let certain things and people get you down so the first day of the convention was pretty Pretty chill, pretty chill for a day in marketing. However, um, there were a couple panels that I wanted to do. So I wanted to go to the Trash Taste panel because I was allowed to do one thing a day, basically. And that was the panel that I picked because that seemed like the, that kind of seemed like the most fun thing that was going to be happening at the convention. And I kind of wanted to, wanted to see if like somebody was going to try and rush the stage like they did at MCM. But um, that didn't happen because... Uh, as soon as it was not busy, like the times that it is busy at Anime Expo for me are times when I want to be doing things that, (laughs) that require me to be away. So like I wanted to do the panel, but, uh, we were just super busy at that time. So I didn't get a chance to do that. And it was a, a pretty normal day in the marketing department. Um, I stayed after the convention, Um, Or I stayed after my shift that night because I wanted to go see the Faku industry panel and they were announcing all of their new titles and catalog for July until like September or something or basically for like the rest of the year. And I got a bunch of research materials and I own a lewd anime streetwear brand. So those are Exactly for research purposes, guys. I I don't have to swear because, like, you know, okay, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) But yeah, so um, that was fun. Um, I went back to my room that night and I watched the Made in Abyss third movie um, with Bondrude because the Made in Abyss second season was going to premiere at Anime Expo and that was one of the major things that I wanted to see. And whenever I go to con- to a convention, the m- things that I want to see the most are premieres. Like I want to watch anime with uh, hundreds, hundreds, maybe thousands of uh, anime fans and fans of the franchise. Um, there's just like a really cool energy that happens when anime fans get together in big, large communal groups and watch anime that I just love so, so, so much. So I watched that movie because I didn't get a chance to before I left for my trip. Um, And then the next morning I woke up and my shift started super early because um, I cannot be there for day neg one or you most of day zero uh, because of me flying in and uh, stuff like that. So uh, I make up my time by coming in early and basically working the entire day until I feel like it there enough things have happened we have enough progress throughout the day um and I believe on Tuesday I wanted to see the call of the night premiere which I did not get a chance to see because at that specific time I needed to be running around doing promoting things and stuff like that so 
uh, which is the usual. This is the usual. You know, I really love doing thing. I really do love volunteering at AX because you get to be in the thick of it. Um, you get to experience most of the most most of the community things. Like I don't get to attend like anything I want, like panels and stuff like that. Uh, but I am on the con floor most of my time at Anime Expo, so I get to you know just like soak up the community. So. Um, I was soaking up the community all day <laughs> and uh, at the after my shift, um, just like the previous day, I wanted to go see the Shindo L panel because uh, they were doing like a Q&A with him, um, which turned into a live drawing Q&A panel, which was really fucking cool um, <laughs> because they he's working on um, TSF Monogatari uh, 6 and it hasn't released yet. He's like inking it right now. And uh, he inked one of the panels at Anime Expo and it was so cool. Like while he was like answering questions and some of the questions that people were asking at this panel were wild guys like they were so wild and it was just a really fun time especially because Shindo L is like so timid like he seems like such a nervous person and maybe that's just because like I see him in instances where nerves are heightened because you know he's like at a convention like meeting fans or like you know stuff like that so um but he was really sweet and uh after that I was kind of that day I was kind of bummed out. Um, I had to wait in that Shindo L panel line for so long. So everyone, um, I, I think my shift ended at like five or six or something like that. And I went to go get something to eat. And then I was like, you know, I'm just going to, the panel wasn't until like 1030, I think. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go get in the line because it's Anime Expo. And if I know anything about Anime Expo, I could sit in this line for six hours and potentially not even get into the panel that I want to see. So I'm going to go now and I'll just sit and I'll just draw and wait for the panel to start. Like I'll just draw in the panel line. And so I got into the panel line, I think at like 7 p.m., um, which is two and a half hours before the panel started. And uh, we were in the line for Trigun because they were announcing the new um, uh, orange anime adaptation of Trigun. And everybody was in that line. But I snuck in with the Trigun line because I was like, it's in the same panel room and they're doing a room clear because it's an 18 plus event. So I just got, I just went in with all the Trigun people and then I went over to the side and sat in the line that was already formed. Like it was already like, I want to say at least a hundred people deep. <laughs> so clearly my idea to go two and a half hours early was not enough. <laughs> oh, anime Expo. <laughs> Am I right guys? <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I was pretty exhausted after that, you know, from being up at six to go to my shift and then be coming back at like probably 1am. I was falling asleep on the shuttle. I was so tired, uh, but it was really fun. And then the next day I was kind of bummed out because, you know, we were coming up on the end of the convention and I didn't really get to do anything that I wanted to do, you know. So I was kind of bummed out. Oh, I also didn't get a chance to see that I wanted, I really wanted to see the Good Smile and Iron Mouse panel where they were announcing the Nendoroids for Nyaners and Iron Mouse. Um, I didn't get a chance to see that either, which I was super bummed about. Not that I really love collecting Nendoroids because I have had literally one Nendoroid my entire life. 
and I resold it because I could not handle how many pieces there were. Um, so Nendoroids aren't my thing, but this Nendoroid was so fucking cute. Like these Nendoroids of these VTubers are so cute. I don't know what it is, but I really kind of want them. <laughs> um, so I didn't get a chance to do any of that. So I was pretty bummed out going into day three. So I didn't, I don't think I had to start my shift until like... 10 a.m. because I wanted or 11 even because I wanted I had put down that I wanted to go see the Iron Mouse and Sea Dog and I ew, like Connor can I call him Connor Sea Dog sounds just weird um so I wanted to see the Connor and Iron Mouse panel I don't say love because like I don't love it but <laughs> I really like her streams with Connor um I think they have a really good chemistry together so I was like, oh, yeah, like, I want to go see the Connor and Iron Mouse panel. Obviously, it's like a Q&A, and I don't really have a question to ask them, you know. I just wanted to, like, be there. Um, and <laughs> I, I woke up the same time I had been waking up the entire convention at, like, 6 a.m., and I got ready, and I went over to uh, Starbucks, and I got a coffee, and I got food, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go for this panel, because as soon as the panel's over, I'm gonna have to start my shift, and then I'm not gonna eat until, like, whenever, and, um, so it was, like, 8 30, and I was getting into the convention center, and there were already people lined up, and usually, like, I didn't think they let people in that early, like, I thought the convention center opened at nine for premiere fans like people who have the vip passes that get you like vip seating and like entrance into like rooms before anybody else like i thought they opened those up at like 9 a.m for people and uh i was like taken aback by how many people were already in line i swear every single premiere fan that had bought a badge at anime expo was already in line for this connor and iron mouse panel um and so i was like like, I went all the way. Like, I don't know if you've been to Anime Expo, but there is a very long hallway that spans one whole panel room. It's where they usually have the fashion show because there's the room is large enough to hold, like, a fashion show. There's, like, a huge stage um, and stuff like that. And there's, like, backstage stuff. Like, there's, like, a backstage area in that panel room. Um, so if you could imagine how large that is, it's like as big as a movie theater, maybe even a little bigger. So you have to walk all the way down that hallway to get outside. And the line was already that long. It was already outside. And the line snaked outside like maybe eight, eight to ten times already. Like the convention center wasn't even open to normal people yet. And there was already that many people in line. And at that point, I was like, I'm not going to get into this, this panel. Like, I'm not going to do anything that I want to do. Um, so I was getting, I was pretty upset. Um, but one of my friends that I work with, Vanessa, she like knew what everybody on Trash Taste was doing all weekend. And she had figured out that. Connor and Iron Mouse were going to do a meet and greet at the Vishojo booth in the uh, dealer's room. And I was like, all right, bet. Like, it, I, I was expecting to go to the panel. We were going to go together. Um, I was going to sit in line and wait for us. Uh, but instead, we went to the, uh, I guess it's called the exhibit hall. So we went to the exhibit hall at open, like when it opened, like at 10 a.m. And... <laughs> if you've ever been to Anime Expo, whenever they open the doors to the exhibit hall, it doesn't matter on what day it is, everyone runs in like full sprints to whatever table they are trying to get merch for. 
full sprinting here. <laughs> like these boys were full sprinting all around us, which made me want to full sprint too. And then I was like, wait a second, I don't need to full sprint. <laughs> like I am cool. Okay. Like I don't need to full sprint to the anime merch tables. So we get over to the Vishojo booth. Nothing's happening. There's like people standing around. It's literally the exhibit hall just opened. Um, so I just go up to somebody who I think looks nice and could wants to talk to me. And I was um, at the Vishojo booth and I was like, hey, so me and my friend are here. <laughs> We're in marketing. <laughs> and I like flip my hair a little bit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't do that. But I'm like, hey, so um, I really would love to get some pics of Connor and Mouse for um, the marketing department. And me and my friend are here. I know they're having a meet and greet at 12. I know they're having a meet and greet at 12. Like, what can we do to, like, be a part of that? Like, what is it that we can do right now? And so there were people actually lined up. They started lining up around the Vishojo booth because there were, um, like, taped off spots for you to line up. And I was actually inside on the carpeted area talking to this person. And they're like, yeah, like, you know, I actually don't know. Let me go. Let me hold, like, hold on, hold on. Let me go talk to the people who are organizing it and stuff like that. And let me give you an answer. So me and Vanessa go to actually line up behind these people because they're lined up. I feel like I need to line. I feel like I'm already out of line. <laughs> like I feel like if they are in line, they're going to get something ahead of me. So uh, Vanessa went and she sat in line. I was talking to this person. Um, I actually walked away because I think I went to go. I was like, oh, like they have no idea what's going on. Like I'm going to go get uh, a coffee. Um, I'm going to go get like something to eat. I need something to eat. Um, I was also carrying Lude Drip swag bags because my plan for the entire weekend was to hand out swag bags to Trash Taste. Um, I assumed because the last time I had, um, because the last time I had volunteered at the convention, our room was in a very favorable position to do things like that. Like, um, I've ran into Raina Scully. I've ran into, um... Kurabayashi. I've ran into a couple idol groups. Um, I was uh, hanging out with the creator of uh, Street Fighter and he was holding up his little Blanca figure that he holds up in all of his little uh, pictures that he posts on social media. Like if you have, if you've been to Anime Expo 2019 and you have a picture of him above the exhibit hall with his little figure because he was standing out he loves to be on social media and photographed and everything and he was like so so nice and so hilarious and he would stand up um at like a like at the window because you the where our room was that year you could see everybody entering the exhibit hall and uh he stood up there with his blanca figure so there are people who have pictures of me <laughs> standing next to him like <laughs> it was a wild experience I can't even I can't even so anyway so I'm in a favorable position to do stuff like that um so I brought swag bags I even like that year I think I brought um a book that Kurebayashi was in uh so that I could get her to sign it if I had the opportunity um which I didn't because I only passed her in the hallway and then that year um I believe I spoke with her at the 
Um, she did a, a meetup. She did a signing, uh, like a Polaroid signing. Um, I told her how much I love her because I do love her so much. Um, and, uh, I, and at the fashion show that year, because we did a full fashion show like thing for marketing. Um, so I had planned on giving these trash taste boys swag bags very casually, you know, like, here you go. Started a clothing company. It's lewd. Like you got, it's, it's drip. It's drip. You'll love it. You know, that kind of thing. And I had like bags set aside for each one. And I had notes written in there, like, and so as soon as I was like, um, like meet it, like the chance to meet, uh, Connor arose, I was like, I got to take the notes out. Notes are no, no notes, no notes here. Just hand the bag. Very casual. Very cool. Like, yeah, that's a bag of hentai swag. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought I was going to give away a bags. I had not given away a single bag. All of the ticketing for guests of honor autographs you had to get like a ticket for and you don't have to like pay for it um because it's uh it's like complimentary um but they'll have like stuff at their table for you to buy and purchase if you want to like purchase something more um all the tickets for that sold out and there were no more time slots and they were signing things all weekend um uh, and i had gone to the ticketing booth the very like on as soon as it opened on day one like there were no tickets left i was upset um because that was like kind of one of the reasons why i wanted to go you know i wanted to like hand out loot drip swag to people that i might never meet again so they can you know have loot drip swag um maybe strike up a an opportunity you know what i mean um so i had my bag with me and i was like i'm gonna go put it away like, we're not going to meet them. Like, I'm just going to go put it away. Or I think I left it even with Vanessa because I was like, I'll be right back. I think that's what that's what happens. Okay. So I'll, I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get coffee um, while you're waiting to hear, like, what they say. She comes back. She's like, got tickets. And I was like, what? Tickets? What do you mean tickets? You had to pay for tickets to meet them? What? Got tickets. And I was like, oh, all right, bet. Like, I'm at the coffee shop right outside the exhibit hall. So if you just bring in my bag so you don't have to carry it around, I know you have to go do something like whatever we can go. And she comes over and hands me my bag and hands me my ticket, which is a cute Nanners V Shoujo Nendoroid sticker with the letters 6MC on the back. And that stood for placeholder number six, Mouse and Connor meet and greet. So, um, me and Vanessa were fifth and sixth to meet Connor and Iron Mouse at the Vishojo booth, uh, during their meet and greet session on, I believe that was Sunday. Um, I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, oh, hell yeah. So then like, I immediately went back up to where we were working. I was trying to figure out what I was going to say, like what kind of note I was going to put in. Um, I was trying to figure out like who, like what, um, uh, for some, for whatever reason, like the trash taste boys don't intimidate me for whatever reason I always pass Joey wherever I am at AX like I passed him like three times um one a couple times outside before the convention even started with Shindo L and a couple times um through the hallways that you're that volunteers can walk so that we're not on the con floor um it's so crazy how many times I've seen him um I ran into Raina, Raina Scully the one year. Um, the, I think the second year, the year that I ran into Raina Scully in the bathroom, um, we, me and Sierra, another person that I used to work with um, for marketing, 
we were at Target getting stuff for the next day because we had like planned outfits and stuff like that. And she needed tights or something. We were behind Aki at the Target checkout line. And I was like, oh, my God, this person is so small. And then I looked closer and I was like, oh, shit, it's Aki. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I've run into these people 24-7. So like, and you know, when you have like this kind of like parasocial relationship with people, you know, you know way more about them than they know about you. So it's kind of like you impact their life in a way that they won't really ever know. Um, but it's like also like you're not friends you don't know them, but you do. It's a very weird kind of relationship. So I was very unsure of, one, what I was going to say in my note in the bag, um, which I nixed. No notes. No. We're going to play it cool here. We're playing it cool. <laughs> and then um, I was also trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to say to Mouse and Connor. Because, like, I watch their streams all the time. Uh, but it's not like I'm, like, in the community, like, super hard, like, people who like don't miss a stream or have been at their stream since the beginning, you know, like I've only recently got into it. So I'm kind of just like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. I don't know like what the protocol is for this meet and greet. Like, do I get a certain amount of time? Do I need to like run away? Like, what do I say? Are we shaking hands? Like what is happening here? So I was glad I was number six in line because there were people that went before me. Um, and I'm hoping that they were a little bit more awkward than me, even though I was pretty extremely awkward. Because <laughs> I'm always extremely awkward whenever I meet new people. Um, and until I get to know you more, then I stop being awkward. But uh, yeah, so I was filming part of Vanessa's meet and greet like thing because I was like getting ready. I wanted to have a video of me waving to Iron Mouse on my Instagram. You know, I'm part of marketing. Okay, guys, like... I just need to have these things, okay? Um, so I really wanted a video of me waving to Mouse on Instagram. But then as, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh my God, fuck. Put your fucking phone away, dude. Like, ew, who are you? Why? Live in the moment. Why are you trying to record this for your social media, you stupid? Um, but that did give me an opportunity. So I walk up and I'm like, uh... Oh my God, Mouse, like, hey, I love you so much. You're so cute. And she was like, oh my God, no, you're so cute. Like, your hair, look at your hair. It's like purple. And I was like, yeah, I love purple. It's my favorite color. I love your hair. And we just like exchanged compliments for probably like a minute and a half. And then Connor butted in and was like, all right, guys, so I'm going to go get some coffee and leave you two alone. <laughs> and I started laughing. I have no idea what happened. I blacked out <laughs> at this point. I'm like freaking the fuck out. I'm meeting Mouse, which is like so fucking cool. I love her so much. She's so fucking funny I really like I want to meet her in real life real life you know you know what I mean you know when you just like well you know you'll click with someone the moment that you can you can meet you know it's one of those kinds of things but then as soon as we were done like exchanging compliments Connor goes wait do you have a hentai sticker on your phone and actually yes I do I've had a hentai sticker on my phone since I think Otakon 2019, maybe even like, yeah, I think like the one before COVID because um, I was in the artist alley and there's this guy selling tons of posters. And then this one sticker that says, I watch hentai for the plot. And it's got a bunch of katakana and like a heart and like exclamation points. And I really love that sticker. And so I keep it on my phone. And uh, 
he was like, do you have a hentai sticker on your phone? And I was like, yeah, duh. Like, <laughs> I also have a lewd brand, a lewd clothing brand. And he was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, however, in his accent is. Um, and so they take a photo, um, the people at the Vishojo booth. So basically it's a meet and greet and you get your photo taken. Um, and they took it a couple ways, like landscape and vertical and stuff like that. Um, and... Then I was like, all right, here's the moment. And I wasn't sure if I was even allowed to give them the bag because, um, you know, what are they going to do? Carry the bag around all the rest of the weekend? Do they have assistance? Or do the assistants take all of the things that people gift them? You know what I mean? So I was like, um, so like, I have something for you. <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, am I allowed to give this to you? Because I like just really was not sure. And he was like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, yeah, like, what is it? And I was and I handed him a lewd drip, the lewd drip bag that I was holding. And he was like, oh, my God, is this a bag of hentai? Look, Mouse, I have a bag of hentai and like holds up the bag in front of the camera so that Mouse can see. And I was freaking she was like, I was freaking the fuck out. And she was like, oh, I want a bag of hentai. Can I have a bag of hentai, too? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hello, your mouse. And I love you. So, yeah. And then I was so nervous after that. I did not want to know what was going to happen to that bag after if they were going to throw it away. If he's going to forget it, it's going to get lost in the shuffle. Like, I don't care. I don't know. That was the most route. I want to say Oh, rousing. <laughs> that was the most rousing experience I've had at AX um, thus far for the weekend, but also probably maybe of all time. One of my top anime expo experiences of all time. Uh, yeah. And I'm not usually a fangirl type, but um, I got the most anxiety I've ever gotten. <laughs> maybe I am the fangirl type. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Connor's not even my favorite. <laughs> I love Garnt, but you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, I know, you know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I was on the floor. Literally, I was falling to the floor because I just like could not believe what just happened. I had given away a bag successfully. Um, I met Mouse. I met Connor. Like, what the heck? My brain was having a hard time processing what had just happened and what is about to happen because now I have to go <laughs> work the convention and I have no idea what this day has in store for me. Um, so, wow, where do I even, I'm going to take a drink of water. Where do I even go from there? That was a very cool experience. <laughs> for the rest of the day on day three, I spent in the cosplay senpai area, which was a really cool area of anime expo. It's basically like a mentorship program where um, cosplayers get invited to come to AX and they can set up like little tables and have signings and like merch to sell. And um, fans can get more of like a one-on-one -on -one kind of experience. Like not like a meet and greet, like give me your money and go. Um, but more of like a, you know, like let's chat. Like have, if you have questions, you can ask me questions. Like if you have like uh, things you want advice on, you know, stuff like that. So it's kind of like a really cool program. Um, so I was down there doing stuff for marketing. And uh, I was talking with Phil Mizuno, um, who got really big, I think, from uh, like, at like 2018, I think. Uh, he came to Otakon. He was one of the guests of honor. And there was like a, he did a Bakugo uh, cosplay that was really good. It was really good. Um, and 
ever since then, he's kind of like blown up on social media and stuff. Um, well, he was cosplaying as Rengoku. And we're just chilling, me and um, the other person that I work with who does photography. Uh, we're just chilling there, like waiting for instances to happen because we were down there filming for like uh, behind the scenes stuff. And uh, we were waiting for fans to interact with them. And as we were waiting, um, Phil had this so super heartwarming interaction with one of his fans where... Um, he was cosplaying Ren Goku and they were cosplaying Inosuke and, um, he like was patting their fur, their fur around their neck and holding onto his furry head. Cause he had his, um, she had her Inosuke mask like on. Um, and it was just like such a wholesome moment. You could tell that he was really ecstatic about the quality of her cosplay and, um, they were having a moment and it was so fucking cute. Like. Phil Mizuno is so down to earth and by far one of like the coolest people I talk to all weekend. Like he's just like so like inclusive about everything and very, very wholesome, very heartwarming. Um, but then uh, he came around from outside of his table area to film what I can only assume are TikToks or something like that with this girl. And he was like having the best time with her the whole time. And I don't think I've ever seen a, a, an interaction with a fan that was that like heartwarming and like wholesome ever in my life. So if there is one person that I'm going to be following their journey after Anime Expo is definitely Phil Mizuno. Um, it was just like so cool. Like most people are like, yeah, just like I'm here to cosplay. I'm here to show off me and it's all about me and how good I look in this cosplay. But like. For Phil, it was more about like meeting people who are like-minded and helping them with their cosplay journey and stuff like that. Um, so it was really fucking cute. And I also met Yaya Han. And I'm not really a huge fan of Yaya. Not that I like am not a fan of her, you know what I mean? Um, but I just never like really paid attention. But she is also so sweet with her fans. Like I could not believe the enthusiasm she had from working all day and then like being in cosplay and her cosplay was fucking gorgeous because she was one of the masquerade judges this year and she had been working like all day and was about to be working all night at the masquerade uh she was just so cool and so 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 sweet and so fucking beautiful my goodness um <laughs> so beautiful and so I think the rest of the day, I can't even remember what I did the rest of the day because I was just still like in awe of me meeting Mouse. Like so fucking cool. Um, so at that point, I think I didn't really even get to do what I wanted to do on um, Sunday either. Like the Mouse thing was kind of like an impromptu thing. Like I didn't even expect that to happen. Um so I think I just went back to my, I think I just went back to my room that night and, you know, Sunday I was like, okay, I've done literally nothing. It's Sunday, like, or it's Monday. Like nobody's going to be at the convention. Like we're all winding down. Um, usually for my journey of AX, it kind of ends pretty early that day because they know I have a flight usually back home. Um, there's not much to do on Sunday except for wind down stuff like, uh, this hall is closing at this time. This hall closes at this time. Like, go get your purchases. Like, stuff like that. So, and most of that stuff I can manage uh, 
away from the convention space or like the room that I need to be in. Um, so I said, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, there's nothing going on right now. And I want to do something that I want to do. So I weaseled my way into the main events hall. It was the Made in Abyss premiere panel. And I was super excited and I did not want to miss that. And again, the line was super fucking long. So um, I decided I would go early, um, got my coffee, like chilling. Uh, uh, if anything I need to do, I can do it from my phone. I have everything on my phone that I need. So I just sat there for most of the morning because I was like, I haven't done anything I wanted to anyway, so I might as well. And the Made in Abyss season two premiere was so fucking cool watching it with everybody. Um, High Dive offered people like a free 30 day trial that later they found out the coupon code didn't work. Um, But yeah, so you can get a 30 day free trial of High Dive with the code AX22. I'm pretty sure or something like that. I'm sure you'll find it on their social media. Um, And... There was cute little cast interviews before the Made in Abyss premiere, which I was like, oh my gosh, this is Nanachi's voice actor. That's so fucking cool. And the creator is so cute. He's like a cute little like Asian gnome looking man. Like he looks like a gnome. Like he's like so nice. His eyes are so nice and his lips are puffy and you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, So I watched that. Hell yeah. Hell the fuck yeah. Um, I was kind of... mm, I wasn't like super disappointed in it, but I was kind of just like, eh, this is a weird choice to uh, start the season on. But hey, who who am I to judge? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so it, it was it was really funny. Um, we got to see all of our main cast of characters back at it again. Well, I guess like continuing their journey, even though for me it feels like back at it again because it's been so long since the um, since the first season. And uh, it was a no clear panel room. So I just stayed in the exact same spot for the Chainsaw Man panel, which was right after, which like I know that everybody is probably upset that they didn't air a trailer for Chainsaw Man. But I'm going to say this right here and right now is nobody promised that they were going to give you a trailer. So you're all upset because you expected too much out of them. Um But they had a, it was with the CEO, the executive producer, and the episode director or something like that. Um, And they revealed that the, they are trying to stay as close to the source material as possible. They are fans of the series themselves and are working on it as hard as they possibly can to give us the best experience. And um, they are doing all of this without a production committee. So what that means is that they are producing this anime solely themselves. They don't have a group of a bunch of different companies come together to make decisions on the project. Um, So they basically don't have to please anyone unless they are pleasing themselves, which is really extremely cool to hear because that is kind of like what what you want to hear out of a production that is going to be this impactful, this impactful to the anime community, because uh, that means that they don't have to deal with things like censorship. They don't have to um, stick to specific voice casts. Um, They don't have to stick to specific um, like 
uh, what are pacing issues that can arise from production committees. Basically, a production committee is like a group of people who all have their money in the pot. So everyone needs to be pleased with the outcome. Whereas like when you don't have a produ- production committee, you're basically free, free, like a freelancer, like you can do whatever you want. As long as like the original creator, if you're working with them, has the okay, you have the okay from the producers or, you know, whatever. So that's extremely good to hear. They they also stress the importance that they are trying to make this as close to the original as possible. They're trying to elevate the source material to give us the best experience. And with that, obviously, comes delays. This is MAPPA we're talking about. And we all know what happens when you bite off more than you can chew. And I personally think that like, if they are going to do a project like this to, uh, and this coveted of an, of a manga series, then I think they need to take as much time as possible. Like I'm okay with waiting another year. I mean, like, I don't want to wait another year, obviously, but I'm okay with waiting another year if it's going to give us a superior product. Um, and I would much prefer the superior product. So everything was cool. Um, and the, the questions that they were answering were really fun. Um, the one guy, um, Kimura, he is hot. He is real hot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I have a new 3d crush. <laughs> um, um, and it was just fun hearing from the people that are creating this anime, uh, their favorite characters, their favorite scenes, stuff like that. It was really fun. And I got a free Chainsaw Man poster that I protected with my life on the way home. I had to fly with that. Um, and I protected it with my life. Okay. So I can add it to the collection of posters that I've get that I've gotten from anime convention premieres. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it sucks that they didn't have anything new for us at Anime Expo, since Anime Expo is one of the biggest conventions. Uh, But, you know, if it takes two extra weeks to make the trailer look ten times better and it premiere at Crunchyroll Expo, like, totally fine with me. Like, obviously I'm going to get to see it when it drops anyway. Um, And I believe that was it for, like, the big events that happened that I that I participated in at Anime Expo. Um, I didn't really buy too many things. Um, I did spend a lot of time in the Annex, which is usually where I spend my time because that's where they have all of the live drawings and live art. Um, This year they had tattooing and they had S-Class Supply, which if you guys don't know S-Class Supply, he is a creator on TikTok who makes um, custom rugs. And he was making rugs all weekend, which is really motherfucking cool. And I really want to get a rug made of some of my Ludrip Sucky Babes so that I can display them in my booth when I go to conventions. I would love that. Um, But yeah, uh, that was pretty much my time at Anime Expo. And then that night uh, I got a hotel room and I chilled the fuck out. I cried. I cried in my hotel room because if there's one thing that Anime Expo is, it is very overwhelming. (laughs) And you get to do so many things that you don't normally get to do as anime fans, even if you go to conventions all the time. Um, You know, it is called Anime Expo and it is kind of bridging the gap between industry members and fans uh, and community members. So there are a lot of things that that you can do uh, 
at Anime Expo, a lot of opportunities to meet people and stuff like that. So it's always super overwhelming. I always cry. Um, Sometimes it's out of fury of like what happened while I was working. Sometimes it's out of like just sheer like enjoyment and happiness that I got to experience all of the things that I did. Um, And yeah, so the next day I got a tattoo. Um, I went to my tattoo artist, got my hand done. It's got a cute little um, cat cat girl on it. Um, I do have pictures of those already up in the discord. So, uh, if you are new here, um, consider hanging out with us in our discord. Um, and you can find links to that in the show notes. And then, uh, I flew home immediately after, um, my flight home was kind of weird because uh, I didn't realize what the heck was happening, um, when it happened and I was, uh, almost missed my flight. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Uh, so I guess now, um, now I'll get into some anime expo tips and tricks. Uh, my first tip and or trick is to purchase the premier fan badges. Yes, they are more expensive, uh, but they get you into the convention an hour earlier than everybody else. You get premier, uh, line cutting or I don't know, (laughs) do I call it line cutting? You get premiere entrance into panels. Um, You get to enter the exhibit and the entertainment halls an hour early. Um, You get VIP seating in said panels, like they have specific premiere fan seating. Um, And all in all, if you have a lot of things that you're planning to do, you're going to want that premiere badge so that you don't have to wait in the excessive lines that do happen at Anime Expo. And uh, I'm not saying that out of like negativity. Like if you're going to Anime Expo and you don't realize that it's one of the biggest conventions of the entire country and that over, oh, I think over 120,000 people like attended, at least this year, that's what felt like, girl. Um, (laughs) Over 100,000 people attend this event throughout the four days. Like, of course, there are going to be lines. If you're going expecting there to not be lines, like there are lines even at the smallest conventions. You know what I mean? So uh, plan accordingly. Uh, get the premiere badge. You're going to want it if there's a lot of things that you want to do. Um, and as lines are involved, <laughs> if there's something that you want to do, I would plan an AM task and a PM task. So like uh, something that you really want to do in the AM and something you really want to do in the PM and kind of like plan your day around those things. Um, I would also have like backup plans in case those fail because like you've heard from my experience, I didn't get to do most of the things that I wanted to do because the lines were too long. Um, I have the... Uh, I have like, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Like I can get into the convention and get into things because I volunteer, but also I'm volunteering and I have a job to do. So I'm in the right place, but usually not at the right time. You know what I mean? Um, so even I have to wait in the lines, but the lines are going to be long. Uh, as you heard earlier in the episode, I lined up two and a half hours early for the Shindo L panel, and I still did not get anywhere near close to being uh, first. So if there are things that you extremely want to see, plan your day around it. Um, I would do backup plans just in case the lines are already too long and capped so that you still have something that you can do. Um, because that is 
one of the things about Anime Expo is there are so many things to do that you're probably going to have your like A tier, S tier things that you want to do, but also some B and B and C tier things as well. And, you know, if you get disappointed that you can't do one of your A or S tier tasks, like at least you'll have something to do that uh, will feel fulfilling because it does feel kind of like, you know, like you're like you're a lone soldier in a, in the wild west and uh you know you you're trying to get to the next town and you can't <laughs> it's a pure desert for all the eyes to see <laughs> um but yeah so definitely plan an am plan a pm um if there are ticketed events and i feel like most conventions have these things uh, there are events that are so popular that the room that they are housed in can only um, house so many people. So they ticket the event and it may mean that the ticketed event is free with your badge, um, but you just need to reserve a seat or sometimes the ticketed events are more money. Like when huge bands come over and perform a concert, you might have to pay more money to see the band. Um, and that's just to like cover like travel costs for the band uh, and their team. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, but so there are going to be ticketed events. And if there, if any of the things that you want to do are a ticketed event, make sure you are subscribed to every social media channel for that event. Like the people who are performing the anime expo, um, the anime expo, Instagram, like Twitter, all of the social media for anime expo and turn on notifications because I didn't know that mouse and Connor were having a meet and greet because I don't follow them and have notifications on, on my social media apps. And that's where you're going to find the information first is through their social media. So Anime Expo will tweet out like what day tickets even go on sale. So then you can put that day in your calendar and set a reminder and set an alarm so that you are there. And I would even set the alarm like five minutes before time for the thing to open and refresh the page because... Um, Sometimes websites will let you in early to form a queue so that the servers aren't bogged down at that one specific time to make the website crash. So they'll put you basically in a waiting room um, and sometimes the waiting room uh, is full and will sell out. Subscribe to everybody's social media and turn on post notifications so that you can find out when tickets are going to be on sale and so that you can be the first to get the tickets so that you don't miss the event that you want. Because if um, you're like me and have to fly to Anime Expo or if you're traveling from really far or even if like you're traveling in general and it's not that far for you, the ticket to, to the badge cost for Anime Expo is really expensive. And you know, hotels are super expensive and you want to be able to do the things that will make your trip worthwhile. And that being said, um, sometimes you just got to go with the flow. Let it happen. I was super disappointed that I couldn't get in to do uh, a lot of the things that I wanted to do at Anime Expo. But as you heard, like there are opportunities that you don't even know coming that are coming for you to meet people and do the do things that you didn't even deem possible to happen. So keep an open mind. I know it's a huge bummer when you're going to a convention and, you know, things just happen and you can't do the things that you had planned on doing. But just take a breath 
and just just think to yourself, you know, this happened for a reason and maybe a bigger, better opportunity to do something cooler and more exciting will pop up in the future. Yeah, so those are my those are those are a few of tips and tricks to get the most out of your anime expo experience. Um, also, like bring snacks, bring tons of snacks, like granola bars, like whatever, like liquid IV. Stay hydrated. Like, don't forget to eat. Like, if you are doing something in the AM, stuff your face before you go so that you're not having to go like pop in to eat something at the convention center because it is really expensive. I got a chicken Caesar wrap and a tall boy Coca-Cola for $24. Like, don't be me. (laughs) Don't be me. Okay. Bring snacks, bring protein bars, bring your water bottles. Like, goodness gracious. Like, (laughs) if there's something that you want to do, you're going to forget about food until it's way too late. And then you're going to pass out in the Anime Expo heat. (laughs) So, so That was basically my Anime Expo experience, and those were some tips and some tricks uh, to help you kind of navigate the very large, exciting world of Anime Expo. Um, I'm really glad this time that I recorded I didn't cry because, like, I, I was crying in my last one, guys. Like, there's just something to be said about the things that happen at Anime Expo. It's kind of like a dream world. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like a movie sequence happens for four days. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, I'm just like super excited about the turn of events and who I got to meet and all of the things that, you know, come with going to one of the largest conventions in the US. And it's just a really great experience, which is why I always tell people if there is one anime convention that you should absolutely try at least once, it's definitely Anime Expo. Um, while I know that you guys have probably seen social media um, about Anime Expo and um, and I feel like those people kind of uh, manifest that for themselves and really play into that. But um, once you're there, and you experience it one time, you'll know, you'll know what I mean. Like, there's just nothing that can match the energy. I can't even put it into words how cool it is. It's just one of those things where you look back and you're like, yeah, like, there were a lot of annoying things that happened. And it was really hot and I was hungry half the time. But, you know, then I like reminisce on all of the things that I got to do. Like, there is no better place than Anime Expo is there, guys. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone who has come along on my Anime Expo journey. Um, if you have been to an Anime Expo and have some war stories or some fun stories, be sure to hit up our Discord and let me know. I am super excited to hear if anybody else has been to Anime Expo. Um, and I guess a little bit of housekeeping. Um, so these extra episodes, I, um, want to start putting them on Patreon, uh, because I would love to entice people to hang out with us over on Patreon. So this will probably be the last episode of Amelia's Anime Hour that I put on our main feed. And yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm def, I am hoping to continue these solo casts over on our Patreon. And if you would like to follow me over there, the link to that is patreon.com slash otakuhostclub. Um, one, there's a $1 tier, 
um, which is a tip tier that doesn't get you into any of the extra stuff, but um, you do still get a shout out on our main programming. Um, and then there's a $5 tier, which is our Platinum Mad tier. And that's where you get all of the early, um, early access, bonus episodes, uh, stuff like that. Thank you guys for listening. I super appreciate every everyone who listens to these. I am new at editing podcast audio. So um, yeah, I'm just like super grateful for the support. And yeah. Okay, I think uh, I think I'm gonna end this here. This is weird when I don't have like other people to talk to. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Hi, Onita.